Hello and welcome to the Great Longboat Podcast. I am Igor, your host, moderator, and only permanent member of the fabulous band Longboat. Today we spotlight the tune Boris and the Rusalka from the upcoming album Basically Blue Volume 1. It has not been released yet. I'm just playing it because I feel like it. It's a wonderful tune. It's got mythology. It's got things that sound like water birds. Um, and it is a blues variant. This entire album is comprised of blues variants. What is a blues variant? Well, it follows certain uh, signposts that a blues tune would, except uh, generally it's uh, the... The chord progression is a little different. Sometimes the melody is a little different. Sometimes the phrasing is a little different. I call these things blues variants, uh, but the important thing is, is that it's a blues album. The one that is out right now, The Wow and the Pow Volume 1, is more of a traditional blues album. Uh, you hear things that sound like it's a blues. Uh, you know, you it's... A lot of the stuff is either rock and roll or R&B and you know it's you you play four bars and then you at uh, at your at your root chord and then you go up to your fourth and then you come back and then you have a five and then you have a four sometimes you have a four sometimes you just have a five and then you go back to one and generally 12 bars have elapsed in that time so you have the 12 bar blues and you know that that uh, that progression has kind of fallen into disfavor ever since the 80s and I believe and uh, of course I'm not going to blame indie rock for that but it was just that that uh, indie rock didn't have any use for that uh, it it didn't really because it didn't uh, it it didn't follow the traditional verse chorus thing of most pop music uh, during the 60s and 70s. Sure, there was an underlying blues element. I mean, Led Zeppelin was a was a blues band in at its core, but yeah, the, the uh, indie indie rock, new wave, also new wave had no no use for it. Punk really had no use for it, and uh, and so it fell out of disfavor. And and so what I I'm not trying to single-handedly revive it. I'm just fascinated by it because I once was in in a in another life. I was a jazz musician. I I loved playing blues tunes. I loved playing blues numbers, whether it was with a big band, a small ensemble, or just kind of. Uh, playing out on the street i i love playing blues because it's it's something that is almost it's it's very basic yet the options are nearly limitless and i'm finding that with writing blues tunes now i mean i have i I am i have either recorded or am in the process of recording five electronic blues albums and and with each one of them, the goal has been different. Uh, of course, with the first one, which was uh, "Woke Up This Morning" variations, that was just to see what an electronic blues album would sound like. And now, and that that was released in January. Now in April, which was we'll see, we're the last day of May now. Um, 
and and uh, I'm coming to you on a Sunday, May 31st. This is the uh, day after uh, protests and violence following uh, uh, that terrible um, George Floyd uh, event in Philadelphia last Monday. And yeah, things were things were bad here in Seattle. And um, I I really can't comment on anything else other than this is a this is a really unfortunate time to to be living in this country what with its leadership and and with coronavirus claiming so many lives and but yeah i back to the blues albums um yes it, uh wow and the pow volume one was was released um last month and it's being radio promoted now and i'm having I'm making videos for tunes and um basically blue the first volume of it is going to probably come out in August. I, I was going to release four albums this year, four of the six that I've recorded, but it just it seems that the, there won't be enough time and attention given to any of them if it's four. So I'm going to release the other three next year. Uh, there are two uh, two blues albums, electronic blues albums, as well in Pal Volume Two, and basically Blue Volume Two. Uh, and uh, and also one called Out of Place, which is uh, I, I call an ambient vocal album, and it's it's about living in a um, in a city without any culture, where uh, where if if you're even if you're dedicated, even if you're doing things that are good, and and doing things that people would like else somewhere else. Uh, those people around you just don't care, and I mean that's I I'm I'm not just I'm not just sort of pointing a, a, a finger of accusation at Seattle. It's it things are like that a lot around the country, and of course you know when coronavirus came, everything shut down. But here I was sort of fighting everything. Uh, you know, fighting against these elements of apathy in my own community. And then it's it's not like, oh, the apathy won. No, we had this crisis and everything was put on hold. Now, how are things going to be after this crisis? Or is it just going to be one crisis after another? I don't know. Anyhow, so many albums. <laughs> my My whole point in this is many albums to come. And also probably many crises to come, too. But the the very good news, and I am just, I, you know, in, I think that we're all kind of starved for good news, and and this isn't this is just good news for me. But tomorrow I go back into the studio and finish off album twenty one. I have four days to do it. I, I I have four main vocals to record, and then we're gonna do backing vocals. Ryan's gonna come in, do backing vocals. And then we're going to mix it and, and we're going to get it done. And I'm going to release it this fall and it's going to be wonderful. I like this album. I like this album a lot. We had a, the, our last session was on March 17th. The, and then that was when the lockdown started. Uh, And um, we had a string session and it was, it just kicked ass. It was just wonderful it's 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 the reason why you make music is that i mean when when you're doing an arrangement when you're doing like a string arrangement 
you know basically what it's going to sound like, but you don't know whether the players are going to, well, without experience. Initially, when you you do these things, you don't know whether the, the players are going to go, oh, God, this is terrible. I, this is so awkward. I can't do this thing here that you have me do. So I'll I'll try it, and it might just sound terrible. And, you know, you're, you're that that's kind of your worst nightmare. But when you hand an arrangement to string players and they, they look at it and they go, yeah, yeah, we can do this. And you give them some instructions. It's like, come down a little harder here. Uh, make this shorter. I want this played with a little bit more accent. Uh, and and you do three takes and you do, they just nail it every time. It It's... For a musician, for for somebody who is for composer, arranger, it's what makes life worth living. But anyhow, um, it, I go into the studio tomorrow, and it's just going to be great. And after that, I have one more album to record with Ryan. It will take four days, and I am I'm just I really want to get this all finished up. I I don't even feel like I I haven't actually started any um sorry that's my wife texting me um i haven't really started any um other albums i have ideas uh, but you know i i it's it's just at this point and and i've i've gone through these cycles before uh, at this point i don't think people are really interested in my music i have uh, you know i have I've hired a PR agency and uh, they're like, oh yeah, yeah, sure. But first you got to do this and then you got to do this and then you got to do this and then you got to do this. And 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 on that, and then you got to do this list. I'm, I've got like three things and, you know, there are all, there are like, you know, seven or eight uh, before they, they uh, claim that I'll, I'll have um, uh, more aware, of course, create, creating awareness. That's, that's what they mean by make you famous kid. We're going to make you famous. And the thing is, is I don't want to be famous. I just want people to be aware that I'm there and to make their own choices. I, I, I don't want worldwide fame because, oh my God, that would be terrible. Um, and I, and I, I don't, I don't want that and I don't expect it. I just want to have some kind of audience. I I'd always, and I think I've mentioned this before, way back in the episodes that, uh, the, of this podcast that people actually used to listen to, because, you know, people don't listen to this podcast. They don't listen to my music. They don't buy my music. They, they and, and I accept that. And, but I'm just, I'm sort of just laying this down for, for the day when people do listen to my music. And so I don't really dwell on that problem anymore. It, but it's not like it really, it, it doesn't bother me because it so does. And because I've, I've been working really hard for nine years, I've recorded almost 20, and once I get done with this recording jag, I will have recorded 23 albums. And um, I don't have that much to show for it. But hey, you know, tomorrow's another day. And also tomorrow is the day that I start finishing up my 20 uh, album 21 which is my 21st album but i've actually recorded 22 albums so far and with one with the 23rd album waiting in the wings so today's tune boris nersalka um who is Boris? Boris is a guy, a peasant. Uh, who is a Rysalka? Rysalka is a is a creature from Slavic mythology. 
Um, and you'll find you'll find Rusalkas in different forms. Um, when you start in Central Europe, Rusalkas are water sprites who are just you know they're they're um, they just live in lakes. And uh, as you move east, uh, Rusalkas have much more sinister it, intent. They drown young men. They are cursed women who sometimes they they if a woman they say that if a woman kills herself by drowning after an unhappy love affair she becomes a rusalka so she is bound to drown every man who comes by because you know um, because men if a man was her undoing then that's how she exacts her revenge and that's very much what this song is about um and it's it's about a pond in the middle of nowhere where Rusalka sings her song. Rusalkas are known to sing. They're also they're known to be very beautiful, and that's how they lure men to their doom. And um and of course I have no idea how this thing originated. I like every single thing that comes out of the Middle Ages or you know, uh, from has its origins origin hundreds of years ago. Uh, I'm always thinking it's bad eyesight because you know it's, that's how unicorns and dragons came about. Uh, I'm I'm sure this somebody just saw us some water bird and had poor eyesight and thought it was a beautiful woman. Um, you know, all the way across the lake or the pond or something, but. So you have this idyllic location. You have this woman who is sings uh, and tries to lure men, but it's so remote, remote that um, very, very few ever come upon it. And then this one guy is there. Why is he there? We don't know. Did he hear that there was a Rusalka? Did he? Did he just stumble in there? You can draw your own conclusions. I, I, I'm just thinking that he just, he's just wandering around in the woods, and then he hears this, this woman's song. He seems, he seems affected by it. Um, she seems to be luring him to his doom, but he actually has a plan, and he pulls her out of the lake or the the pond. Uh, she doesn't know. Uh, that uh, you know he is he's wise to her um, to to what she's going to do he pulls her out of the pond and I'm just making up this rule that uh, a a Rusalka cannot live outside the pond so once she's out she turns into green slime and uh, and then also I'm making up I I this is this has no genuine origin in Slavic mythology and legend, but a Rusalka is going to have, once she dies, she's going to have some sort of precious stone uh, at her center. And for, uh, since that's, it's, it's a hard center where, you know, all of the sorrow compounds upon itself and makes this, and makes this, you know, precious this hard precious stone that's that is is extremely valuable so that's 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 my own thing and um 
And of course, you know, most Slavic legends are are based on sorrow. Well, there's there's magic. There's uh, let's see. Um, there are her- Herculean tasks. There are you know magic animals who deal out wishes. Um, there's just you know random cruelty. I a, a teacher of mine uh, from when I was at college. He he compiled a lot of Slavic folk tales, and they're they're very bizarre. He he had he compiled them into like three volumes. And they're they're really weird. Um, a lot of the time, it's a you know it's a magic fish, and a lot of the time they start off in one place and end up in another. But this one is just about Boris. What happens when he encounters a Rusalka? And uh, it it it's it's a little bit jarring. It's 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 um, something that I I don't. It's a song that I don't all write a lot. The the sort of fairy tale I've done. I've done fables. I've done several fables. Um, and one one on album seven. One on album fourteen. The uh, album seven was the 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 fox and the hen, and the other one was uh, uh, preacher and the rattlesnake. Uh, there is no on album twenty one. There is no fable. This is the fable for this this recording jag here. Um, it, I'm very proud of it. Um, it is just, it's me. I I do everything, and then on the chorus, it's guest voiced by my lovely wife Beck. I I just she sounds so wonderful, and um, and you know, she came in and we were keeping these weird hours because you know Ryan's a family man and he needed to be home he we needed to stop recording at five in the afternoon so we started at seven in the morning so we came in uh Beck and I came in and she nailed this thing within like 10 minutes and she just yeah she sounds wonderful and that that's and she you know plays this plays this you know sad slash evil Rusalka so uh with yours truly on electronics main vocals and my wife back on uh, on um, uh, on vocals in the chorus uh it was engineered by ryan leva uh, mastered by the great ed brooks at resonant mastering this is boris and the rusalka Like in olden poems It's water shimmer All the day long There sounds a distant song Stumbling into this sylvan glade Simple Boris, worn and frayed He found a tree and rested there When a voice filled the air Oh, oh, oh. 
dumb He knew where the song was coming from The Rusalka, fair and blanche Beckoned from the pond his ruse and grabbed her arm, pulling with all of his might. The Risalka came out of the water and onto land. With a wail of surprise, the beautiful maid immediately dissolved into green slime. A glimmer caught Boris's eye, and he picked up a large blood-red ruby out of her remains. Long years of cursed, lonely sadness had formed the stone within her. Boris left the glade with the valuable gem and traveled day and night to the nearest town. There he became a wealthy merchant, married a beautiful countess, and wisely advised the Tsar on a variety of important matters. Well, things end nicely for Boris, don't they? The Rusalka, not so much. You know, I was thinking about doing a prequel for this, um, just figuring out how Boris learned about the Rusalka and... Um, and the background of the situation, and maybe he was a little bit more premeditated. No, no, let's not do that. Let's just keep it like this. And so now, the uh, story, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy with it. I'm really happy with it. I'm, as, as far as lyrics go with this i i always do this it's like what percentage of the lyrics do i how how convinced am i that these these lyrics are good i'm i'm at about i don't know like 97 percent on this some of them you know like i say my tolerance is like 70 percent. if i have 70 percent confidence in lyrics then you know that's that's okay there's some parts that i don't like and you know a lot of people don't listen to lyrics. A lot of people don't. Uh, here's the thing. As long as something is in English, 
it's, you know, people will accept just about any lyric. And there are lots of tunes out there that have sold millions of copies that have bad lyrics. Let's, let's just, let's just, you know, accept that as fact. But it's strange because if you put a, if you have a tune that's really super good and it has got, you know, musically is, is very good and, but it's in a foreign language, people will just not listen to it. it but if you have a tune, maybe it's mediocre. It, I'm talking about a melody and it's in English and people can more or less figure out the lyrics and sing along. Yeah, it's fine. But, but the thing is, is lyrics, good lyrics are not not super important just like good music is not super important it just it's it's pop music it has to have there has to be something else going for it you have to i've i've always i've had this theory that in order for people to really get behind a song it has to be attached to either a place or an event or even better a a place where an event takes place uh, or sorry a place where an event happens and uh i i always feel that since people are accessing my music on the internet the place is sitting in front of their computers or the place is um sort of sitting listening to their phone uh, there's not anything that uh, where my music has been that stamps itself indelibly onto people. But, I mean, there's still time. Look, I am not, I, I, I learned a long time ago, and this is, this is you know, years and years ago, that uh, the best thing to do in music is to not ever stop making it. You will, that, that time that you lose you will regret and you cannot get it back. So even if you're less than enthusiastic about making music, writing music, creating music, as I am at this moment, uh, of course, I'm look, greatly looking forward to recording. That music has already been created. I'm talking created. I'm talking about the music that I am going to create. I am not very enthused about it. Um, but I've been here several times and what comes out of this malaise is usually something really good the last the last thing uh, was that i it came out of me being super disappointed was uh kill the music and then if kill the music didn't do very well and the and the next thing that came out of that was an album was uh, three albums the next year that all kick ass that are all very nice and you know when those didn't work i had you know i had a couple of years where it was like two albums a piece and and those i'm very proud of and i you know on it goes on it goes i've i've tentatively decided not to do a seven hills album again i, I just it's it's I, I know that if I tell that to Ryan, he will he, he, he will be very disappointed and uh, because he likes making them and he thinks that they're he thinks they're they have great value. but I have not seen that in any anywhere. I've, I've made for those 
uninitiated. I have made this song cycle called uh, Seven Hills. It's based on a, it's a bunch of spies who have received this this special conditioning that makes them better than all spies and makes them into these super spies they're they're absolutely the world's best at espionage but uh, they have this one problem when they where they can't kill each other and that's assessed a fatal flaw by the world's intelligence agencies which that are actually contracting them out to do spy work and so they decide that they're going to kill all of them and this is the tale of what happens after that and how they came to be and who their creator is and what becomes of them. And, you know, I've, I, I did a bunch of tunes and then I decided to expand that and hire voice actors. And I did two double albums. It's, um, Seven Hills the Paris Raid and Seven Hills Blackout and I was just figuring oh yeah okay sure you betcha I'll do uh, um, you know after two double albums they'll be interested in this people will want to hear what's going on with these guys and no 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 I, and I, I'm not saying that you know it's like I do art for art's sake I just have to have some indication that somebody is listening and I know that people are listening to the uh, to some of these tunes because I'm getting I do radio promotion and I get reports back from uh, from this agency that I I hire uh, to promote my stuff to college radio that yes indeed people are listening and not only that but the stations are playing stuff of mine that's like four five six years old and they're getting they're, they're getting spins from albums that I made you know uh, a long time ago and that is encouraging. It's just that at, at, at this point, you know, this I'm I'm not trying to become a phenomenon. I'm just trying to be there in somewhere in the background, uh, to in, in the indie world background. And right now, I don't register at all. And and you know, that's that's the problem that a lot of people have. And that's what I'm trying to. Um, I'm I'm. I'm trying to get the word out about the about Longboat. That and that's about it. Anyhow, so yeah, going into the studio tomorrow, and have I said it enough? Um, have I told you that I'm excited? So I'm I'm just gonna I'll I'll just leave it at that. And uh, thank you very much for tuning into this. Um, and as I, uh, if you want to. If you have any comments, you can email me at longboatpodcast, all one word, at gmail.com. Uh, you can access the entire Longboat catalog, but I, I'm telling you that basically Blue Part 1 is not up yet because the album hasn't been released and probably won't be released till August. So you won't be able to hear Boris and the Rusalka any place but here. Um, and um, yeah, you, you can you can stream all the Longboat stuff at uh, uh, longboat.bandcamp.com and and including all the Seven Hills stuff. Um, and then um, that's, I guess that's it for now. Um, and like I always say, if you don't like this tune, I have others. Thanks again for joining me. I will be back soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>